everybody, welcome back to this episode of Murder Blows. This week, this week Sasha is going to tell us the story of Issei Sagawa, who, I just, she's going to break it down for you. We're going to learn a lot of things that I didn't know about, uh, buzzword cannibalism. So, enjoy. It's kind of cool. Cannibalism's not cool, that's what I'm saying. This story is. You'll see. My name's Maisie, and I'm here with Cody, Sasha, and Violet. And you should definitely play the intro music so we can get to this episode. Bye! depressing than adding your girl scout cookies to a calorie counter um no i mean yeah calorie counter (laughs) i mean fair and i like i said before i'm not trying to restrict i just want to see what's out there i think that's like maybe i can find out why i'm tired like i'm this tracks like my vitamin intake and apparently i'm not getting a bunch of iron which is new to me you know, honestly, good on you. Good on people that can track things daily. I'm going to, like, let Clue know when I've had my period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let Clue know when you, what? Clue the, like, track your period oh, you app. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'm terrible at that. I've got the, like, thing, and it was like, you should be starting your period, and then I wouldn't, and then it started... It's dumb. I hate it. <laughs> and then you're like, don't tell me how to live my life. My body will do what it wants when it wants. Even if it's on hormonal birth control that's supposed to regulate this <clears throat> shit. I told this to my doctor and he's like, well, it's because you're not using it right. And I'm like, how can I be using it wrong? Anyway, I hate doctors. <laughs> me hey, too. birth control. Wild. Oh, bah humbug. Yeah. Boy, do I have a story for you guys. I'm ready. Is it time? Oh. Oh my god. This is still like fodder, but this is a real thing that happened this week. <laughs> As opposed to the rest of the fodder, which is that made just, up like lives. made up. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> We're okay. scripted, obviously. <laughs> this might have been the craziest thing that I've ever oh, experienced out here. Wow, okay. So, um, I'm hanging out with a couple of friends and I uh me and another friend decide to leave and we're walking towards the bus uh we're in a different quadrant of portland than we normally live so we have to take a couple buses to get home we take one bus then we go downtown to catch our second bus um so downtown just looks like every other downtown tall buildings kind of narrow roads lots of cars everywhere people you know things uh we're standing at a bus stop if you are familiar with portland area we're stopping we're at the 15 bus stop across from the jimmy johns uh <laughs> right in front of the courthouse so the you know the area you can picture it uh me and my friend are facing each other and the crosswalk is behind me kind of but yeah we're talking at each other and we're waiting on this bus and <laughs> all of a sudden we hear a thud 
like a crash and then a scream. And we're like, what? And so I turn around and when I turn around, I see a big SUV continue to roll over two people and drive away. Yeah, your faces are right. So <laughs> is that three people that got hit? Two people got hit. Okay. Oh, so, finished rolling over. Then. Yeah, because you have two sets of tires. Yep. You know, yep. you can't yeah. stop in the middle, I guess. Um, so I mean, you should stop. <laughs> you should stop, but it gets so crazy. Um, so, <laughs> so um, all I saw was two people, big black car finishes hitting the two people and drives away. Um, there is a man and the woman, the two people that got hit are sitting in the crosswalk and they're talking and the guy gets up and what I saw was the woman like closest to the side of the car. So I thought she got hit the most and, uh, he starts to like, he hooks his forearms underneath her armpits and like tries to get her to stand up that way which I'm like oh fuck like can you not can you not touch her like you guys just got ran over by a car like can you just like chill for a sec and he pops her up she stands up and she goes we're like are you okay like stay still like please just you know you don't have to go anywhere and she stands up and she her face is just like kind of like a like a very stoic for a second she's like you know what I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. And I'm like, this is shock. Yeah, <laughs> this spoiler is sh- alert. Shock and not good. Uh, the the scream that happened was a witness that saw it happen. And that was just like, her reaction was to scream. Um, the guy is standing, but he starts to limp really bad. And he's, they like, are still standing in the road. And I'm like, can you at least make it over to the sidewalk? Like, <laughs> My friend is on the phone with 911 right now, and he's like, no, no cops, no cops, no cops. And I was like, yeah, sure, but you guys just got hit. Like, do you need an ambulance? Are you okay? Like, so far, everyone's talking. We're all on the sidewalk. Um, My friend is just trying to hear what she can and relay it back to the 911 operator. And the guy's like, no cops, no cops we're fine, I guess, whatever. He's, like, limping really bad. If he had loose-fitting pants on, but if he had, like, lifted up his pant leg, it probably would have been a gnarly scene, but we didn't see any blood, so we're just like, okay. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I can't can't handle the bones. Fun fact about me, I probably would have thrown up right then. Um, So, okay, so the guy that got hit is talking to who I thought was just another witness, but it's a guy dressed in all black and he had his hood up and he had like a beanie on. And uh, the guy and the girl that got hit were very stern and just kept saying like, no cops, no more cops. And I'm standing in the middle between my friend calling 911 and the guy that got hit and the guy he's talking to kind of a couple feet away from me. And the two people that got hit eventually walk away. They just walk away. <laughs> What? Which, what are you, what are you gonna do? Chase them down? Like, that's... I mean, that's their problem. That's their problem. That's how they want to handle it. Whatever. Um, and so I go over to the guy with the, you know, the black hoodie, and I was like, what did he say to you? And he was like, 
he's kind of just standing there in shock and he was like he just said not to call the cops she's got warrants out and i was like a a plus b doesn't equal c like there's the ones that got hit and so by that time my friend who was on the phone had been on the phone with 911 come stand next to me and the three of us are talking and we're just like whoa what did we just see like that was so crazy and uh my friend says you know i told 911 we didn't actually see anything like i there was no way to get plates it all happened so fast and uh so 911 said we didn't have to stay and i was like okay okay that's fine that's fine and then my friend goes but all i want is for the person that hit them to go to jail mm-hmm. and the guy we were talking to goes that was me <gasps> yeah so <laughs> so <laughs> what yeah fucking twist so i look and he'd been holding keys with a blue tag on it and he goes i'm at work right now i'm on duty i'm a valet that's not my car and he was like i didn't drive away i went to park i was like i literally fully like i did a full rotation and laughed out of nerves <laughs> and then turned back to face my friend and this guy and my friend looks at me she taps me on the shoulder and she's like you know what i'm gonna call us the lift <laughs> <laughs> so we just we're just like we leave that guy we're like we're, d- <laughs> we're done at least we- he didn't flee the scene well so he stood there so that's okay we didn't leave just then but my friend was like oh shit he was like yeah i don't blame you at all for saying that he was like i kind of don't know what to do he was like i'm gonna stay here because i'm on i'm on clock like i know i'm gonna get fired but they left so i don't know what to do like what do i do (laughs) and so my friend was like well 911 like there's not an ambulance coming but i'm pretty sure the police are still coming so if you want to stay for that and then she was like that's when she was like, we're going to go get the lift. I'm going to get us the lift. I was like, okay. So we walk up a block and turn down a corner. So I'm city block, so we can hear everything still. And uh, we're out of sight. And I do like, I still like peek around the corner to see if I can see anything that was going on. And then I hear yelling. And I hear the guy that had hit the two people start to yell saying what the fuck is wrong with you get the hell off me what the fuck is wrong with you he's yelling at the woman that had screamed when they initially got hit because okay, she came back witness the actual the, witness the actual witness because she had come back and she was like i got your place i saw you getting out of the car like she started to confront him and, and he's doing the right thing and so as he's yelling the police pull up and then my friend gets nervous and pulls me away (laughs) and then I peek back around and the police are driving off. So I don't know where the guy, none of it. (sighs) I wish he had told you like what happened because like sometimes pedestrians do really fucking dumb things, especially in cities. So he, the guy that was driving was like, I could have sworn I had the green and like my back was to the crosswalk when it happened. My friend was like, I was facing it, but I wasn't paying attention. So mm. the guy driving was like, I got the green, I got the green. 
I don't know. They just came I mean, out of nowhere. you still hate someone. It doesn't matter if you yeah. have the green or not. But, exactly. But I guess it's just like, I don't know. But I drive through it? downtown a lot more now because I drop Jeremiah for work, and it's like, fucking pedestrians, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that the guy that got hit looked like he could have been um, maybe homeless, but the woman looked a little bit more put together. I mean, mm-hmm. she's got warrants out for her arrest, so... Maybe, I know. <laughs> Maisie, they're called hipsters. Oh, uh, no. I'm just no. kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no, they're not. I would know. Oh, yeah. I would know. Um, Man. Yeah, so... Funny, funny end on it. Uh, not about that story particularly, but we got into the lift, and it's, like, just a millennial mom just, like, you know, trying to get some extra dollars on the weekend, you know? She's in, like, a big SUV, and my friend had chosen to do the shared lift, so she was like, hi, you know, like, we're going to pick up a couple people on the way. How funny would it be if it was the couple that got hit? But it wasn't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> or the guy <laughs> that got fired. Oh, no. That would have been wild. Um, No. So <laughs> we get in, and we're, like, talking, and my friend and I are just kind of, like, nervously laughing. Like, do we tell the lift driver what just happened? Like, this is so – because we're just – like flustered you know kind of crazy feeling and uh so we go to this bar is Mm -hmm. where we're gonna pick up the other couple or the other people that had shared the lift and it's a couple and the guy's holding a teddy bear and the girl opens the back seat and she's like wait where's my backpack he's like i don't fucking know where's your backpack she was like i guess i left it inside can you go and get it he was like oh so he like slams the door what's even hilarious too is like we never see this guy's face the whole time like he's just tall enough to where the car like cuts off in his neck <laughs> and so he's just like <laughs> like a fat albert character to us um uh, so he comes back out after like a good two full minutes he's like well uh you're just gonna have to call tomorrow it's not in there she's like it has to be in there because we've only been to this one place tonight and i don't have it with me right now so it's definitely in there. Can you go check again? And he was like, no, you're just going to have to call tomorrow. And she was like, well, that's not an option. And he was like, well, are you sure it's lost? She's like, yeah. He's like, what do you want me to do? Go look for it? And she was like, what have you been doing? <laughs> this is like all three minutes long total. And so they just they leave the lift to the riders. The driver's like, I don't know how to cancel it. Because I was supposed to pick them up. And technically I did for a couple minutes. <laughs> it was just hilarious. The whole I mean, she's night. she's not wrong. She's not wrong. But the whole night we were just. My friend and I were just like. What the fuck is going and on? on in the like, water. Drugs. Yeah. What in the world? But I'm I check in full moons right now. It was just so funny. Because he was so mad about her. About the backpack. But he was also holding a stuffed teddy bear. That is. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He sounds like one of those guys that would, like, win a stuffed animal, like, at a carnival for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, the girl thinks it's for her, and then he's like, oh, hell no, I fucking love teddy bears, you know? No, I'm keeping this. <laughs> the last full moon was ten days ago. It can't be that. <sighs> no. But we came home, and my friend came up <laughs> to get a drink before she went home, and we were telling John what happened, but I started to also, like, cut up some vegetables to make dinner, and he just, like, takes the knife out of my hand, and he's like, no he was like we'll (laughs) we'll get food tonight cody you just missed the craziest story that's ever been told (laughs) literally (laughs) shit (laughs) you walked in at the very end of it uh 
I got to do a different guided meditation this week. <laughs> Ooh. Say, how do you follow that story? <laughs> I was just gonna done. <laughs> I was like, well, I was great. Like, That's been murder thanks blows. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't know. It was less shitty. It Did you like, focus more on your breathing? It was like, listen to the sounds around you. If you catch yourself not listening to that, refocus your attention. Mm-hmm. That was nice. And then we focused on breathing. Breathing is mm-hmm. great. Breathing yep. is fantastic. <laughs> this just in. Everyone should breathe. <laughs> I was going to tell you about all the vitamins I bought, and then I was like, this is not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, vitamins. I was just going to ask where we were. Uh, we're at episode two uh, <laughs> yeah. of the double record sesh. Uh, we're we're foddering right zone. now cool, for cool. about probably another 15 minutes. We still need to plug uh, Arcadian and Plank Slate Lab, which uh, make these great products like the lip scrub, the coffee clay mask, uh, scruffy hands, the sweet and salty scrub. The banana face wash, which we all, you know, are kind of obsessed with. Um, you can also uh, use code MURDERBLOWS, all lowercase, to get 15% off. Um, and uh, then we have to tell them uh, that they can visit Arcadian.com, ArcadianGrooming.com, yeah, and Arcadian Official on Instagram, or uh, Blankslate Labs at both. Uh, yeah. And, uh, the squeegee thing, the tube that brings the liquid out of the bottle is, like, not long enough for my banana face wash, so I've been, like, dumping it into my hands. I refuse Mm -hmm. to waste a drop of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, yeah. Love it. Also like the, uh, the Great Seat Bob, because I keep, like, picking at my cuticles. Uh. Ooh. And you can just put some of that on it, and it helps. Ta-da! I, I use the grapeseed balm on my hands before I put my gloves on at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before I put my gloves on at night. Never sleep a night without my gloves. You gotta went, do what you gotta do. Yeah, you went in a different direction. I was gonna be like, I wear my gloves at night. What so if you I- have to claw somebody's, somebody's eyeball? I mean, I, I, I cut out the pointer and the thumb so I could still use my phone. That's two fingers. Because so. I'm not an animal. But also, they're like finger, like the gloves have fingers. I can still use them. <laughs> it's not a mitten. You could also just get a machete. Not just one two and everybody, you know. <laughs> one two and just one two. Mari looks so cute. One two and. I just pictured Maisie, like, fucking fighting a uh, home invader and, like, doing damn Three Stooges shit. Like, going to poke them in the eyes and they, like, put up their hand and, like, ah But she's also a talking kangaroo. What? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was <laughs> like, Kangaroo like Jack? I love that yes, movie. Like, Kangaroo Jack. Um, This is an audio <laughs> medium. I just punched the air like a kangaroo. <laughs> this so is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. This is only audio, not visual. Unfortunately, it is kind of great visually, but I think we're all at our comfiest. 
I'm wearing a hoodie over a dress because I found this hoodie in this room and I have not worn it in a long time. <laughs> That's fun. So cozy. In my closet, I have so many options. <laughs> I'm trying to like get like I'm, it's stupid technological bullshit, but I'm trying to like not record in this room anymore. But I just like can't get all the things I need to do done to do that. And I could co- podcast in my closet like Maisie. I love mm. my closet. So chill. So chill. Mine doesn't have a door though, so it's still like it's still open to the room. Mm. So I- as long as John's not being a maniac in the living room, it's fine. Aries kitchen style. Oof. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I don't crave tamales often, but I crave them when he makes them now. Uh, tamales? That sounds who good. Make, who makes tamales? Uh, Julian Salamita made tamales in one of his uh, Yeah, I, I was love like, tamales. John's never made me tamales. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, they're just, like, naturally made with corn flour and therefore gluten-free, so he's like, I love it! Yeah. Love that for him. Also love tamales. His speaking of food. Oh, go for it. <laughs> oh, it's not good. Oh, uh, I fucked it up. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's not- you didn't fuck up anything. I'll tell you who did. Cody <laughs> sent- No, Cody, no! (laughs) I didn't say it fast enough. Cody sent me a case before Christmas, I think. Um, And she said it was funny. Yes. So I was like, hell yeah, I am gonna have, I know I must have misheard that or misunderstood it. I was like, I'm gonna have a light day with this. Um, Spoiler alert, it was not funny. So... Somehow Cody found me the mother of all cases. It is about a Japanese man in Paris. So, (laughs) wild. Uh, I will be talking today about, motherfuck, the, let me, okay, hold please. My autocorrect fixed his name and I'm like, that is not his name. (laughs) I'm so glad I came back for this. (sighs) (laughs) I am too. I was like, damn it. I'm going to tell Cody's story with no Cody. Oh, I'm also recording the Democratic uh, debate tonight, so. Oh, that is a level of stress I am not willing to deal with. I just live for the gifts the next day. Um, and do some and reading because I'm an educated left. voter. Alright. For real. Today, we're going to talk about Issei Sagawa. Uh, a person born April 26th, 1949, so, you know, old. He was born in Kobe, Japan, which is a city I have been to. It is actually really great. They are known for particularly their beef, so Kobe beef. Um, And the irony in that is, like, it's heralded as... um, one of the best beefs in the world but what really happened is it's just a beef with really good branding and so like it's not bad meat i've had it it's great um but it's like not the best beef in the world (laughs) 
but they someone just knew how to market it, so that's what happened to it. Uh, Kobe is also known for its very scenic mountains, uh, spices. It's like a really hipster town. It's like really fun to visit. Uh, but also bad people come from it, but I guess that can be said for every town. Uh, so this man, uh, Issei, he was like, he was born premature and like apparently very tiny, like he fit in his father's hand and like almost died as a child, but turned out to be okay and had like a question mark normal upbringing. Like there's nothing documented about anything traumatic other than being born premature. He decides to go to Tokyo to study and follows a woman home one night uh, because he says that he has a craving for flesh and he tries to slice off a piece of her he breaks into her home and tries to slice off a piece of her rear uh, she wakes up in the process of this happening as one might <laughs> um, and freaks out and the cops come and they arrest him and charge him with attempted rape he said he did not fight this charge because he did not want to explain what he was actually doing um Cher apparently his reputation followed him and so when it was time to pursue his PhD he went to Paris to do so he was normal, big quotes, uh, but apparently he would invite prostitutes over almost every night and he said he would try to pull the trigger on them, but every time he could not bring himself to do it. So all the prostitutes survived. Um, yay for them. I'm going to call them sex workers. I'm forking on that. I like it. Um, but they are good, but, you know, they came very close to craziness because on June 11th in 1981, he invites a classmate over under the pretense of studying with her. So they get settled in and they start studying. He's pursuing his PhD in literature, which is a waste of money, but that's none of my business. <laughs> and he ends up shooting her in the back while she was reading this poetry out loud. He decides that now is the time to have sex with her corpse, even though he claims none of this has ever been sexually driven. Uh. Uh, while that is happening, he tries to bite into her, but his teeth aren't sharp enough, so he leaves her there <laughs> and goes and buys a butcher knife and returns to the flat, cuts her up, documents it as he goes taking like pictures and writing down like what he's eating and eats different parts of her um it's interesting to note that their sizes were pretty different so he was only five foot four and she was five foot ten so he felt that she was very powerful and he was attempting to absorb her energy is what he claimed when he was done Trying to, cons well, actually consuming her, uh, he tried to dump her remains in a lake, but got caught in the act. So the French police were like, oh, what the fuck? Swift. Yeah, he's got it down flat. 
cat, not flat. Um, so within a year, the French court decides that he is actually too insane to be tried. And because he's not a French citizen, they extradite him, or the opposite of that, back to Japan. So, because normally it would be like Japan extradites him back to Japan, but no, it was, Fran it was France being like, no, take your garbage back, please. Um, and because there were no charges pressed against him by the French court, Japan had no leg to stand on for anything, to charge him with anything in Japan. Ugh. So he is a free man. Uh, he has not served a single day of prison time or oh any other punishment. Gosh. For killing. Do you know what year this is? A woman. Uh, he did this in 1981. Um, so that would have made him 32 when he did that. So wild. Uh, somehow. This crime made him super famous to a subcult-ish part of Japan. Uh, he got to write his own autobiography. He's been in several memoirs of himself. Uh, he starred in a porn. Sounds familiar. Wow. Where he gets Murderers. to like bite. No. <laughs> yeah. Murderers. Um, Stop being in pornos. Nobody wants yeah. it. Nobody. No. Oh, um, what I'm really obsessed with Howard Stern. Uh, we've yeah. seen it before. Ugh. I'm really surprised you said he was 32. Like, well, so, yeah, 49, 59, 69, 79. Yeah, he would have been 32 when he did it. That just seems like so, like juvenile, almost. Like, it's yeah, terrible. I'm not that old yet, and I'm just like, this is bad. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but just like, wow. Yeah, it's a weird wow. thing. Uh, he is now in his 70s. Something is wrong with him to where he can't eat anymore, so he gets fed by a stomach tube. Both of his parents are dead, and his brother has to take care of him. Uh, and he still claims to have cravings for flesh, so... No, no, brother, you don't have to take care of him. I'm here to no. tell you. You can just put a pillow over his face and say it was an accident. Died in his yeah. sleep. At seven at seventy, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude ate a woman and then started on porn about it. Get out of here. Get I love here. how France was like, We're kicking him out and Japan was like, oh, we're just gonna make him famous. <gasps> yeah. I mean Weird. it's not the whole country. I'm sure there are people in France that would have liked him to die. But, you know. So that led me to realize that this is the third, at least third, cannibal case that I have done. Uh, well, one being that woman well, in Australia. Yeah, that also ate a butt. Yep. Stay <laughs> man. Uh, and guys. the other was the 17th. 1700s, the, yeah. the whole family, Shawnee Bean. He'll have eyes. Yes. So I was like, what is my obsession with this? That was my favorite. Thank you. It's a wild episode. So I decided to pursue uh, some interesting, what I found interest, found to be interesting research about uh, cannibal and nature, cannibalism, sorry, in nature and the history of cannibalism. 
so, you know, there are animals in the world that uh, eat other animals. The praying mantis, for example, black widow. Uh, and those are two examples of animals that do perform cannibalism that aren't for food scarcity or stress-based reasons. I was going to say, I had a cockatiel once that liked fried chicken. Wild. <laughs> yeah. So, I learned that uh, there are other examples uh, where it's called evolutionary cannibalism, where it's very important in the life of the animal for this to happen. One of which example is uh, spadefoot frogs. So they, like other frogs, are born as tadpoles. And uh, it's like a genetic lottery where some of them overnight, like quadruple in size and grow giant teeth and jaws. And then just eat the rest of their siblings. So they'll survive. The reason why is wherever they're born, like wherever spadefoot frogs live, the puddles tend to be pretty shallow. Like they're they're birthed into puddles and then the puddles will dry up unexpectedly so it behooves the species to have at least some of the members get really big really fast uh and so the spadefoot frog just eats all its brothers and sisters and becomes a, a crazy frog other species of animals that participate in evolutionary cannibalism include lions uh that habitually commit infanticide and eat the young um, most commonly when a competing pride takes over, uh, the, the new males will eat all the other females' cubs <laughs> because apparently lions only reproduce for a window of like two years, which seems very short considering humans can have babies for like 20 years, but um, they will do that and so and males are only like capable of you know siring a child for two years so if they've already got a baby they'll kill all the babies in the pride they just took over so that way they have a chance of passing on their DNA I mean I'm sure they don't know that they're not like thinking that but that's why so that's crazy uh, moms will also do it when there is uh, only one cub left the reason being that they are, because their reproductive window is so short, they would rather have a full litter of cubs. And so they get rid of the one that's left and try to uh, have another full litter of cubs. So, wild for lions. Uh, one thing that is bad about cannibalism is it has triggered this... I don't want to say, like, new thing in life, but, like, surprising result of degenerative brain diseases that are always fatal, but they're caused by eating infective nervous tissue of the same species. So, of course, we're talking here about mad cow disease, and there is, this has also been seen in mink, and then it happens in sheep but the sheep aren't eating each other it's like a different way of transmitting it that has something to do with what are called prions which was too sciencey for me to understand but essentially uh the cow 
the cows were fed other cows that were infected and their nervous system gets affected as well causing either aggression or like like it is a degenerative brain disease so that's why it's called mad cow disease officially it is called encephalopathy yep that's it um so that's bad and in 1996 the uh mad cow disease ended up affecting humans there was a really big um controversy in that the people thought it was like what we typically eat so like the steaks the ground beef things like that but it can only be transmitted by eating the brain and spinal cord of the cow so these people were eating untraditional parts of the cow to begin with um and unfortunately the only way to confirm that you have mad cow disease is by brain biopsy which cannot be done successfully while you are alive so what the heck (laughs) (laughs) so once you die they figure it out I think there were six cases of that. When it gets transmitted to humans, it is called the Kretzfeld-Jacobs disease. So, that's a thing. Um, so nifty. Cannibalism, or I'm sorry. There's another type of cannibalism called funeral cannibalism, where to put someone to rest, you take in part of their body to like keep them with you. It's very symbolic, but. What was happening was a form of uh, this degenerative brain disease uh, where infected brains were being eaten and an entire tribe almost died uh, until scientists interjected and were like, uh, I have a feeling it's this process that is causing you to all get sick and die. So, Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, hey, good on those scientists for not being like, don't do it. Just don't eat that part. Sheesh. Um, In humans, besides funeral cannibalism, uh, we have historically seen it as super taboo, right? Eating our brethren. Um, But that wasn't all ancient cultures. In fact, in some ancient cultures... It was seen, human flesh prepared in different ways, was seen as a delicacy and appeared on menus that were, uh, in theory, given to noble noble people to pick from. So, you know, the first real, like, hey, don't eat people message uh, came in from a book written by Homer, and that, I think, has something to do with, like, the way the world learned about each other so before the greeks were just the greeks but now they've spread out they're meeting new cultures and they're like whoa whoa, whoa people eating not cool uh it therefore became associated with being a base trait of very uncivilized groups initially when spain sent christopher columbus to go exploring he was told to be polite and civil to whoever he might meet except if they were cannibals so they were uh, Columbus first landed. They were looking for gold. They didn't find any gold. Uh, and so his first reports were like, hey, these guys are great. Love this tribe. They're wonderful. And when they learned that there were no gold, they were like, I definitely want to, uh, you know, if we can't have gold, you might as well have slaves. So in order to justify taking these people as slaves, he started reporting back that they were cannibals. And therefore did not deserve, like, human rights. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert, they weren't cannibals. 
Oh no. It's wild. All right. Um, there is another form of cannibalism called survival cannibalism. It happened to the Donner Party, um, which I was going to cover, but then I was like, oh my god, this is wild. Uh, there were a lot more facts about it than I ever thought there were. Um, but there are cases in China where there was extreme famine and families would participate in something known as child trading. So essentially you did not have to eat your own child. Thank God. Yeah. Just, you know. They were looking out. At least there's that. You have two options. <laughs> at least you don't have to eat your own child. Oof. What? Um, and then the last kind of cannibalism that I discovered is called medicinal cannibalism. <laughs> and this is something that I did not think about, but is documented very well in the 1600s <gasps> of no. Europe. Can I guess? Yeah. Well, no. I was going to say the placenta thing. Oh, that's part of it. Oh! Yeah. Um, tight. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> in, in the 1600s in Europe, it's pretty well documented. Uh, they started by eating mummies, um, which is where there aren't a great amount of mummy remains left over, thanks Europe. Uh, because they believed that they could absorb the power from the dead mummies. By eating whatever remains, um, the preference was skulls at this point, and Ew. they believed that basically you could cure anything wrong with your own body by eating the right flesh of a different body. So <sighs> you had a headache, you would have powdered skull added to your medicine. Um, oh, so wild. I hate it. Okay. Um, if you like had an ache you would use human fat soaked bandages ew uh, <laughs> it's so crazy uh a lot of these things are like basically placebo effect so people are like yeah fat fat rubbing human fat into your joints like make them feel better but you're just really massaging the aching area anyway it has nothing to do with the human fat but Whatever, it's fine. Um, one thing that was sucky about it was that, um, uh, sorry, it's gross, uh, that it was very expensive to have uh, this kind of medicine in your life. And so poor people hoping to be cured of their ailments would go to executions and pay the executioner for cups of the blood of the recently murdered. Uh, and so they would just stand around drinking blood at the execution. It's fine. Oh, it's Saturday so night. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a party. Yeah. And then uh, medicinal cannibalism is documented into the 1900s. Uh, and I think still happens today if you eat the placenta of your own body, but that's a, that's a different story and a different argument. But. If you eat your own placenta, please subscribe to our OnlyFans Patreon. Yes, I am <laughs> curious. You know what? It's fine. You do you. As long as it doesn't hurt you, don't eat brain stems. I'm 
I'm getting thrust back to when Maisie and I first started watching the Hannibal TV show. And oh at God. one point, we like looked at each other and, you were, and we were like, you know, I kind of want to try people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were like, if it was totally legal and it was prepared in a delicious way, I'd, I'd try it. I'd try we, it. You're fed such lies when you watch <laughs> Hannibal. Yeah. Because uh, it just looks like really good food. I mean, it is really good food in Hannibal, but... That clay roasted thigh. Oh my god. I just told somebody at work to watch Hannibal. <laughs> Love it. <sighs> okay. Um, so, speaking of, I think that summarizes it the best. I'm like, why am I so obsessed with cannibalism? Uh, and I think it has something to do with my food obsession. Like, I'm very into food. And I think I'm just like, why... You have to eat that, but you don't. I don't want to eat human flesh. Even in Hannibal, it made me very sick, but it's just crazy. But it is interesting because, like, how, what part of your brain do you have to shut off to be like, this is okay? I mean, it depends on the person, apparently. It's true. Sometimes it's already off. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, apparently people just eat butts everywhere. Um, Yeah. There was a a pretty interesting part of the article. I think it was from Smithsonian Mag, but I'll I'll link National Geographic, Smithsonian Mag, uh, African Geographic, uh, CDC. Yeah, got in that. Healthlink.com, or healthlink.bc.com, <laughs> Wikipedia, Murderpedia. But in the Smithsonian article, it was like, maybe it wasn't. Anyway. It was like, there's no, like, nutritional reason to eat humans. So, like, all in all, the amount of calories that a human has in it would only sustain a tribe of 20 people for, like, half a day if they ate the entire body. Whereas, like, because we're mostly lean muscle, but, like, a a bison or a um, woolly mammoth, right, could feed them for, like, 20 days. So, it, like, didn't make sense. They think that the like the uh, neanderthal type cannibalism was like mostly one of convenience it's like well they already are dead so we might as well it's like oh i found a pack of girl scout cookies um <clears throat> yep so i'm traumatized now <laughs> Ugh, that's so bizarre it's crazy that is fascinating, uh, though. That's something that you really, like, I've always wanted to really look into it, then I'd be like, well, I don't necessarily want that on my search bar for the next little bit. I Google enough, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. So thanks for taking the hit for us, Sasha. No worries. There's already a lot of... Uh, I'm already on a lot of lists, so... <laughs> I think I Googled it okay. Like, I think my searches... Well, let's see if I can pull them up. Search history. Uh, why are people cannibals? <laughs> uh, and then I googled like, uh, like survival can- cannibals. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> list. Understanding lion infant side. And uh, there's one on like. Did people used to eat people? <laughs> yes, uh, they did. I would say yes. <laughs> as a delicacy. 
Ew. Wild. Oh, I forgot about one type of cannibalism. It's called eucannibalism, spelled E-U, uh, meaning good, the Latin prefix for good. So there was a sect of, and there might still be, I'm not really good at religion, but a sect of Catholicism that thought you were literally eating the blood and flesh of Christ. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. I wish my blood tasted like grape juice slash wine. Um, and so there was, uh, I think, uh, I want to get this right, but I'm going to get it wrong. There was a soccer team. I think they were Argentinian. Uh, they crashed in the snowy mountains and they ended up eating the, the teammates that died before them to survive. Uh-oh. And they were interviewed after they were rescued and they're like, why did they do that? And they're like, well, you know, we understand this to be the true body and blood of Christ. So we thought it was okay. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then, like, later they were interviewed again and they were like, did you truly believe that? And they were like, no, man, we were hungry. So. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I mean, they're dead already. Just saying. Yeah. But I like, don't know. It's not it's clean. What? That's not a clean way to eat, you guys. Stop it. It's not. Everyone, stop Internal it. Internal temperature of 160 degrees. <sighs> That's chicken, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very not hungry now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's why I said we should wait if anyone was eating. <laughs> Ooh. Thank you for coming to my cannibal story. That is troubling. But, like, that's what we're here for, right? I guess so. Just I'm wild. so glad you did that. Like, I really wanted to do it, but I was like, this is a... I mean, you could, you can still do... Don't ever think that you can't do something. No. For any reason. No. I'm glad I... I got to do it. But there's no conspiracy theories, except... People are crazy. <laughs> I would never listen to you do it. And the search bar thing. Yeah, I'm really glad that... Everyone's welcome. <laughs> yeah. I already have enough weird shit on my search bar. Oh, I just found two people who were also cannibals that I didn't cover that are still open in my uh, window. <laughs> oh. Surprise. Um, you should do one for Thanksgiving. Woof. I might be this guy who... Tried to kill 50 women. Um, Rude. Love that. Yay. Anyway, what do we like this week? Oh. Dolly Parton's America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we so, know. No, I'm just no, kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, what do I, like? what I don't do I like, like this week at all. Like, this week blows. I get that. When I got Audible, I was like, Instagram, tell me, people, what I should read, listen to. And they are like, okay. And I got some suggestions. And I got one from my good friend, Shayna. She sent me a, the title of a book, and it's called Unfuck Yourself. Oh. And it's very good. It's, like, positive 
positive affirmations that are not positive affirmations and way to change how you think about yourself and what that means when you go out into the world, which is very lovely. So check it out. It's good. Hmm. I like it. That's sweet. That's sweet. I like. <laughs> I don't know what I like. I like. I still like the track, guys. I still like ice skating. I'm like, what have I been spending my time on? Oh, Sasha, I meant to tell you, I can't think of what it's called now. It's on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original. One of my favorite British actresses, Kaya Scodelario, um, is in an ice skating movie on Netflix. Is it called Spinning Out? Yeah. I watched the whole series in Paris. Oh, it's a series? It's like 12 episodes about bipolar. Oh. Uh, what act, which character, which, what's his name again? Kaya Scodelario. She was in the last Pirates oh, of the Caribbean Oh, uh, she's the main lady, right? Yeah. She's so hot. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, I watched her on this uh, British... Skins. Uh, yeah, yeah, love skins. Yeah, they formally amount announced that uh, spinning out will not get a second season, so I'm like kind Aww. of depressed about it. But dang, it's fine. I'll never know if they go to nationals or not. You can just believe in your heart that they go to nationals. I actually want to believe that the other skating couple, or pair skaters, go because they're they've been more dedicated and uh. their artistry is better. And then they'll go the next year. I think that's what I want. Yeah. Also, the character is played by a true life ice skater. The one I showed you. Oh, yeah. Cosplay thing. That's right. He's cool. Anyway, enough about that. I like. <gasps> I like that Nintendo introduced a pink Switch this year. I'm going to buy it for my birthday. That's it. No ice. I think that's a, a good goal to set. Yay! Uh, Hulu just released uh, a show called High Fidelity. High Fidelity. It's based off of uh, a, I believe, a '90s movie uh, starring John Cusack, which I love very much. And the TV show is just as good, uh, if not a little better. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is the lead role, and she is killer in it. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, it is very funny. It chills me out. It makes me laugh. It's just very, very good. Um, so, yeah, that's what I like this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Ooh, sorry. I thought of it last time. and <sighs> I can't wait to watch it. It's, it's on my list. so good. It's so easy to watch. Like, it's just so relaxing. It doesn't stress me out. It's just so chill. Like you were talking about, sometimes it's nice to just mix things up, mm -hmm. you know, from all the... I mean, I'm obviously still obsessed with horror movies, and they do still, like, calm me down and relax me, but once in a while, I just want something a little not covered in blood and guts. Not often, but sometimes. Just don't get me wrong. As a tree. <laughs> As a tree. Lighter. Yeah. As a tree, Violet can have... Not a horror movie. <laughs> um, I also like 
saying that everything everyone's a cop if it's something I don't like. <gasps> I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I probably got it from you. But today I forget that I like work with like white insane uh like back the blue motherfuckers and so today I was like um what I say if you don't like oh if you don't think OJ did it you're a cop and everyone was like what's wrong with being a cop and I was like it's a it's a joke and they're like oh you mean like a narc you're like sure you're a co-op are you a co-op are you a co-op are we gonna do that thing where we quote the departed at each other I love that movie but just that one scene just that one scene because I can't remember any of the other scenes yeah Jack Nicholson grinning widely. As he do. As he do. Thanks for listening! Yeah, thanks, everybody. (laughs) Don't be your friends. Bye. 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 As a tree.